Hello, this is episode 392 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha O'Reilly. So this is an episode on finding the humanity in Gaza. It's a podcast I've been trying to get out of my head now for a couple of weeks. I've been kind of letting so much material absorb. I've been letting myself be reminded of many other moments I've read. And it's really accumulated in listening to John Berger, who wrote a very influential book called Ways of Seeing. He reads a letter from Gaza that was written in 1955 by the Palestinian author Gazam Kanaham Fani. I have probably mangled that. And I'm not going to tell you what the writing is about because I'll share the clip in the description. And John Berger does such a magnificent job of reading this letter. And quite frankly, it could be written today. But the crux of this letter is why Palestinian people don't leave Gaza. And it's to do with incredibly human qualities that in all of the destruction and the misery and the stress that I've seen these qualities over and over, over the last few months, and I've been really struck by them. And if one more person tells me how horrendous the pandemic was for privileged people to, you know, to sit in their houses without any fear, without any bombs dropping, with everything that they needed, everything possible to be delivered to the door, that that was somehow destructive to our humanity, I, I really can't listen to it anymore. I can't listen to how that was socially damaging for us, especially in the age of internet connections. As I watch people from Gaza willingly cooking on open fires again, and there's a very different narrative, there's a very different tone to the narrative between the men and women. The men are supportive They keep the fires going to cook on. But the women have this resilience. They speak about how no one's had to do this since their grandmother's time. And they they feel fortunate to know how to do it. And that some younger people are struggling to know how to do it. And to share those skills, to share the ability to be able to cook on an open fire, to create chopping boards out of scraps of other people's lives and their own lives to be able to function in a way that allows them to do it. There's a level of communal living that I think is so alien to Western people. I don't think we could cope in it. There's such a level of closeness. And as in this letter, there are such moments of self-sacrifice I watched one beautiful clip with this little boy. I can't remember what age he is now. I want to say 12 at the most. And he's known as the Newton of Gaza. And because his siblings were afraid of the dark, he went and he found a way to create enough electricity to power a little light bulb so that his siblings wouldn't feel so afraid in the dark. I've watched clips of other people who are selling kites to children 
for very small amounts of money to sustain themselves. But the children are so joyous flying these kites. As they say, they forget about everything as they fly the kite. And I've seen so few moments of speech of revenge. I see moments of feeling betrayed by the international community, feeling forgotten, saying that they won't forget the fact that people weren't there for them. I watched a particularly harrowing clip today of a mother whose small six-year-old child died in a car with all of her relations two weeks ago. And it has taken two weeks for her to be found, for them to be able to travel there. And the ambulance that went to rescue her was blown up as well. I'm not telling you a story that if you haven't been following this that, that you don't know about. Over and over there's this word being used, martyr. There is such an extraordinary belief in something beyond themselves. There's such extraordinary faith. There's such extraordinary belief in a purpose greater than yourself. And that comes through in every action that they do for everyone else around them. And I contrast for me in, in reading the survival stories of the Holocaust, these moments of beauty in books being secretly passed around, in someone managing to smuggle a violin and play a piece of music, bearing in mind the sheer importance of expression in music for Jewish people and the fact that very early on Jewish people were barred from playing any German composers. It was one of those moments that because their expression in terms of music and arts was so powerful that it was one of the first areas shut down to them. And there's these stolen moments of this and we read of these little moments of beauty, moments of prayers and worship, rituals, all done in secret. And that's too the contrast now of hearing many stories of people who have returned from being taken out of Gaza, Palestinian men who've been tortured. And there's a recurring message over and over, especially for the medical staff, of being treated like animals and made to behave like animals. And that level of humiliation is so present in the writing of the Holocaust. The level of being stripped down, of having to walk out of buildings completely naked, of being abandoned back into Gaza completely naked. And people keep saying that this, this is not about religion. And yet on both sides, I can see this really clear sustaining force for both sets of people based in religion, based in ideas of identity and community and connection and traditions. And both sides have experienced the ugliness of that. 
And yet, it's as if we've learned nothing. It's as if we, we came through some of the most inhumane times of our humanity and learnt nothing. Because we're prepared to do that again. We're prepared to live that again. We're prepared to see another set of people as animals. And yet we see the beauty of resilience in that. We see people who, who don't leave. We see people, like in this letter, who are still prepared to save their siblings, maybe at the loss of a limb. So I really encourage you to, to listen to the, the letter from Gaza, though I include in the description. And I don't really know what to hope for anymore. I've just found myself increasingly looking for moments of beauty, moments of resilience, moments of community, moments where people can believe in something beyond themselves so much that they don't look for revenge. <laughs>